Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast. Your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, before we get going, let's give a quick shout out to our partners here at Auburn Live and the Auburn Live show. First of all, Southeastern, great bar in downtown Auburn, fantastic two-story building, beautiful place, uh, great lounge upstairs, tons of TVs, outdoor seating area, some finger foods and stuff like that as well. Awesome location in downtown Auburn. Go visit Southeastern, great game day experience, uh, weekend experience. Um, just go check them out, Southeastern, on Magnolia. Other partner, the Irritable Bow Restaurant, also on Magnolia, on the other side uh, of the street in downtown downtown Auburn, down, down Magnolia. Go check them out. Really good Chinese bow uh, food, uh, sh- shrimp shrimp rolls and, and steak, steak and, and, and chicken uh, skewers and um, rice bowls and just a bunch of, bunch of good stuff, man. If you've never had Chinese bow, it's really, really good. Shout out to our friend Whitley Dykes. Um, they get you in and out really quickly. So if you ever see a line, don't worry. It moves quickly. Go check out the Irritable Bow restaurant downtown Auburn and uh, tell them Auburn Live sent you. All right, let's go. All right, let's get rolling on this Saturday morning, fellas, where this is uh, the Auburn Live. We call this one the Modcast because it's got the experts on there, which is Jeffrey Lee and Cole Pinkston. As always, join myself on the modcast, fellas. What's going on? Does that make us message board moderators? You are a moderator. Okay. You know that yeah, used to be a, that used to be an insult. <laughs> Mods. <laughs> well, I kind of like it. Yeah, I kind of like it myself. So I'm I'm rolling with that. Coley's Cole hadn't been he, he hadn't been baptized yet. Right on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the mods yeah generally mods have a a negative connotation we're going to try to flip that and try to try to try to make it a positive connotation we'll see yeah, how it goes i like it we'll see how it goes man saturday morning one week from now Auburn's playing a football game with people in the stands i'm excited that's awesome i mean i don't know what, what like just for this one day I, I you know i'm just gonna pretend that Everything's normal. I'm not going to worry about all the other crap that's going on. And just, can we just, can I just think about a week from now playing football game with fans? I'm thinking about where I'm going to park, how long, I'm, how far my walk is going to have to be to the stadium. <laughs> Am I going to be able to find any shade to park underneath? <laughs> Those are the things that I'm thinking about. Isn't that amazing? That's what, that's what you, uh, that's what in the media, that's what you think about. Like none, nothing, nothing. You know, you're like, all right, so I gotta leave. And then, yeah, right. You know, can we wrap this game up? Freaking tiger walk traffic, you know. I, I got to time my arrival just right. Are they going to have the air conditioning on downstairs in uh, in the side building? Well, at least it's at six. Hey, are they going to do a tiger walk? Like I keep, have they said anything? I mean, are they going to block the entire street off, maybe, so that you're twenty feet from the players? Or I mean, surely they're not going to let guys just walk down the street within five feet of people, right? Interesting uh, question there. I didn't go to a game last year, so I don't know what they did last year. I don't think they sounds even had like, one last year. Sounds like normal game operations, but I hadn't heard anything about that. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. That would be that would be an unforced, like an unnecessary – I mean, to me, block the whole street off or something. You know, so you got two lanes. and, and No and, high fives? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'd have them 15, maybe 10, 15 feet away from the player. They could still walk down, but I would just put – I'd have the whole street blocked off and people could still be out there. But at that point, the players could wear a mask. The people could be 15 feet away. And there's, to me, there's no issue at that point. You're outside. At least you still get some kind of tiger walk. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's probably, that would be my bet. Yeah. But I haven't heard anything. Um, we, I should ask that. I should ask that, see, see what they're planning on doing. They got to have, 
Shoot, they probably got three plans, and they're literally waiting until like game week to to decide. Yeah, I bet we'll hear something next week. Well, Official. you know, Auburn camp, I mean, for all intents and purposes, fall camp. I mean, you know, when we talk about fall camp, it's like everything leading up to game. I feel like game week, it, we're not in fall camp anymore. Now we're in Now we're in the season. Um, like, that's kind of how I look at it. So fall camp is basically done. You have the, the fan fest today that's going on in Auburn. Uh, fans can come check out, uh, you know, everything that's going on. And I'm sure a lot of fans are listening to this and, and heading down to Jordan-Hare Stadium just to kind of get a little sneak peek. But Let's just go around the horn and, and and talk about, Jeffrey, we'll start with you. Good, bad, anything you heard throughout fall camp, man, what what things stood out to you um, as as Auburn gets ready to enter this this game week, man? I, you know what? A couple of weeks ago, what stood out to me was hearing about Donovan Kaufman. Uh, and I remember back in June when we were up at the complex and you talked to Derek Mason or whatnot, and he just kept on and on about Donovan Kaufman. I knew that, you know, he had a lot of history with him. I knew uh, the history going back to when he recruited Donovan Kaufman out of high school. Donovan Kaufman's dad was in prison at the time. Derek Mason went and visited him in prison. To, to He wanted to, you know, wanted to be face-to-face with his father. Great wow. story. Yeah, great story. And, and Derek Mason will tell you, man, you know, he, he, the, as far as Kaufman's dad, you know, he made a mistake. He's out. He's doing great. He's a wonderful person. He just made a mistake. Hell, I've made a few myself. Um, but anyway, so that, that they're very tight. And so to see what earlier this week, Donovan Kaufman was, I think you might've reported Justin. I don't know if that was during a press conference or not. Yeah. Yeah. Harson just said it. He's, he's the starter at nickel, man. I mean, he's been on campus for what, three months. Yeah. And, and listen, he beat out a stud. If he beat it, if he's a starter at nickel, he beat out a stud in LT Tennyson. You know, that's who, I, you know, I was pretty excited about last year. So for this kid to come in here as a freshman uh, and and wrap up the starting nod, you know, two weeks before his first game after what fifteen practices at Auburn, pretty impressive, man. I, I thought that really stood out. Really excited to see him and, and the defense, the linebackers. I uh, really want to see them. Tony Fair was another guy who showed up. I remember the first day he showed up. The first thing he asked me when we walked in the building was, "Who's got the best barbecue in town?" <laughs> I was like, dude, you don't need to know. You need to be asking me about them salads. <laughs> Gus was rolling through the front door and standing up. Uh, yeah, he was 340-something when he came in that day. And, um, of course, we had all seen this video from Cole. You can probably attest to this. Did you watch his highlights? We know what highlights are. At UAB, and you're going, man, this dude can play. Yeah, he's he's a lot quicker than you'd think he'd be for a guy that's north of 330 pounds. I mean, right. He's it's it's kind of surprising when you see him play. You don't you don't expect him to move that way. Feet like a ballerina. It's, yeah. it's, it's impressive. So him, so him, I, you know, I'm, I'm a defensive guy myself. So I'm I'm looking at those defensive guys, those newcomers, how they're going to stack up along with Owen and Zacoby at linebacker. Chandler Wooten's in there. Derek Hall's had a great fall camp. We've heard uh, uh, Caleb. Who did I say that? Chandler Wooten. Caleb, Colby, Colby Wood. Yes, what's his brother's Caleb? Yeah, his brother's Caleb. Yeah, yeah. I've been talking to Caleb, so that's my. All right, yeah. Those guys, man. I'm I'm excited to see this defense. Y'all can watch Tank and Bo and all that stuff. That's fine, man. I want to see this defense. I'm excited about it. We think Cole. What stood out to you? I'm with you there on the defense. I think they're going to be pretty good, Uh, and I think it's it's important for them to be good too because. You're working in a new offensive system, and it's going to take a little bit of time to to get that rolling. I mean, they're not going to be, you know, firing on all cylinders when they start. That's just the reality of it. When you work in a new system with with players recruited for a different system, that doesn't mean there's not players out there that don't fit in the system. I, I think there's been a lot of guys. I think Demetrius Robertson coming in was a big a big deal because Auburn had. I mean, Shedrick Jackson's the only guy that's really played. Capers played a good bit last year. You know, Canyon played in one game. Those are your guys you're looking at to be the leaders. You have to have somebody that that has been in a college game and knows what it's what it's like to to help that group out. And that's going to be huge, I think. And then in that same group, you got some young guys, you know, standing out. Tavares Dawson. We hear a lot about him. And his his highlights coming out of high school, I thought were 
as good as I've seen from an offensive skill player. He, he's like lightning in a bottle. I mean, he can score. He's a home run hitter. I, I'm curious to see if he gets some playing time early. Him and Javarius Johnson together being in that slot position. Uh, you know, I'm an offensive guy, so I, I get pretty excited about the offense too and, and how Auburn's going to be a lot more multiple and use the tight ends and throw to the tight ends and play action game. I, it's going to look similar to what it looked like in 2004 with Al Borges, and I'm fired up to see that again. With, with yeah. of course, a new age spin as well. They're going to they're gonna have a little bit of everything. I think Harson made the comment once, uh, you know, I don't have an offense. I have plays. We don't, we don't do a certain kind of thing. We run plays. We have everything. So nice. I'm excited yeah, to see that. that. Well, um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't have an offense. I have plays. Um, yeah, he said that when he was at Boise. It's, I mean, I get it. He's saying I'm, I'm, I can adjust and, 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 you know, to the personnel or to the strengths of the defense or weaknesses of the defense or, or whatever. I get it. I, yeah. I'm going to be fat. I mean, I'm fascinated to see what in the heck the offense looks like because it's some kind of mesh between Bobo and Harson. And so yeah. um, what that looks like and does it work? Uh, you know, who, who, who's, who's calling, if it's a mesh, well then who, who's calling the plays, you know, is Harson going, Hey, let's get, get a little more of this. And Bobo's wants a little more of this. I, it's, I think that offense is going to be a complete work in progress for, I don't know, man, weeks. I mean, I'm not sure what week that you could – I'm not sure what week it'll be that we look out there and go, it looks like there's a rhythm, looks like everybody's comfortable, looks like they have an identity. I mean, I'm not sure because, you know, week three, they're on the road at Penn State. They're on the road at LSU Not you know shortly after that. Um, so here Real they are, you know, and they got Akron, Alabama State to start with, which is not, which is, you know, that that's good to get their feet wet, but that won't, you know, then everything's going to change there. I mean, so I, I don't know what week I'll look out there and go, it looks like they know what they're doing and they're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I think it's going to take a minute for sure. Uh, but it helps to have a guy like Tank Bixby uh, when you, when you're struggling trying to find the right play call or things aren't working. You, you try him because he can make it happen. So. I tell you, he stood out to me this – well, the you mentioned Tony Fair, Jeffrey, and that that's that's one guy for sure that to hear that looks like he, he got his act together um, and, and, has, and has worked really hard um, in terms of conditioning. That's awesome to hear. Um, and, yeah, you heard some players say he, they're, they're surprised at how well he moves. But, but probably, I mean, gosh – Marcus Harris is is would probably be the guy that I yeah. would look at and say what I've heard about him has been the most encouraging. Um, yeah. I didn't know a ton about him coming from Kansas. I knew that he was, you know, a decent player. Um, but to hear things from Derek Mason, like he can play anywhere on the line and, and to hear guys like Owen Papo and, and Chandler Wooten talk about him being a dog and being like just works hard, trains hard, watches film – um, mature guy, that guy, l listening to that stuff is massive because the defense, that's the only position I was curious about was defensive tackle. I mean, that was the only position that I was like, well, I don't, I feel, you know, I feel like they got players everywhere. I don't know about that one. And if they don't find something there, they got a problem. And um, so not just fair, but to hear about Marcus Harris and, and what potentially what he could be. Uh, I hope, I hope that wasn't, I hope that we just we didn't listen to a lot of hype. You know, I hope that the players weren't just hyping him up to hype yeah, him up. Right. Um, because if he's if he lives, if he's 90% of what they're saying, that's a huge deal for this defense. Yeah, he was he was underrated at, at Kansas. He didn't play a whole lot of snaps, but when he was in the game, he made a huge difference. And and I, I saw him when he was in high school playing for Park Crossing, and he stood out to me then. I wondered who he was and, uh, you know, saw he was going to Kansas. I thought that was interesting. But, you know, comes full circle. He's back at Auburn, back to home state. I know he's spent a lot of time working out with uh, Marlon Davidson back in, in Montgomery when they work out at uh, Madhouse Fitness. And, and he's sort of modeled his game after him a little bit. And they're similar in size. Maybe, maybe he's another guy like Marlon. You know what I didn't hear a lot about since we're talking about the defensive line position 
is Zacchaeus Walker. I mean, when he when he was when people a few people specifically asked about him, but I never really heard his name, you know, come up a, a lot. I don't. He wasn't asked about a lot. I guess everybody's just focused on Fair and Harris, the newcomers, the newcomers, and and you think he's a guy coming back, but he he was like, to me, similar to Colby Wooden. Like I, I thought he looked really good at times last year. I mean, at least I looked at his body and his his ability and thought that guy's got to be. There's a lot of potential there. Um, and then you bring in these transfers and Tony Fair and Marcus Harris and Colby Wooden is going to have a fantastic fan- season and Derek Hall. Um, and, and I feel like Walker's kind of getting lost in the mix there um, a, l- a little bit in terms of attention, but, 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 but what do you think Jeffrey on, on you watched him and, and followed his recruitment and, and know more about him than I do, but is that kid, I mean, I, I love going to be awesome. I, but, I do too, man. You know, I, he has been, um, one of my guys that, I mean, I, I really think he's going to be a star when he leaves here. And, you know, he came in as a defensive end. He's bulked up. He's kind of moved inside, if I'm not mistaken. He was at the three last spring. Still inside, right? Yeah. I, I don't know that they've released it. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're talking 90, about yeah. – so, so when you're talking about the nose, you've got Tony Fair, you lost True. Who, who, who do you expect to be behind Tony Fair at the nose? And then um, Marcus Harris sliding into the three. Is he going to stay at five like Marlon did most of the Marcus time? Marcus Harris in there. I mean, I mean, Marquise Burks. Um, Marquise Burks is here. Marquise Burks. AJ Geese, you know, is yeah, there you go. Be in there somewhere. And Lee Hunter. Butler. Yeah, Lee Hunter. Yeah, man, there, there's some, they got some dogs in there. Lee Hunter, man. yeah. At least on paper, right? Yeah. I mean, when you read those yeah. names, you're going, dude, those guys can play, or at least they used to could play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knew they were good players before. We knew they were great high school players. We knew they were good junior college players or transfer players. You know, nobody knows how they're going to be this year, but these guys are talented. These guys were heavily recruited. Just about every one of them that you just named were all heavily recruited. So they are dogs on paper. Um, so one of the, but we don't know. Maybe that's why this, this defensive front is so appealing to me. I'm curious about it. I'm anxious to see how it's going to form. I want to see what Zeke's going to do. I want to see what JJ Pegues is going to do. Is Marquise Burst going to be more than just a, a you know a filler? A uh, lot of names, man. A lot of talent. A lot Jeremiah of Jeremiah Wright. I don't know where he's at in his rehab. Um, I, I don't even know if I, I doubt. Yeah, I forgot about him, him anytime, anytime <laughs> soon. Last time yeah, I heard him, like he was a guard. What last year they moved yeah. him over and he, he busted moved his him knee. Over and then he, yeah, and I don't think he's practiced at all, so I don't know. Maybe he's he's probably not – probably don't count on him. Let me ask you all this, man, You, you as team guys. When we're talking about linebackers, I'm I'm envisioning Owen and, and Zacoby first down, guys, right? Yeah. Where, where does Chandler fit in? Where does Chandler Wooten fit in? If, well, if I'll tell ever... you, Cole, 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 you break it down. I'll tell you what, what has been said, and you, you, you break down the scheme. They said yesterday there's packages for, for all three. Um, yes. but, but I, it, it sure sounds like McLean Papo, it feels like they're going to be more in Nick. We've heard a lot more about nickel. Than, sure. Than, I think Donovan than, McCoffman is going to be on the field. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would imagine that, that, you know, Chandler might not even start, but they've got some pack, right. but, but the way they talked about, we've got some packages where they're all three on the field sure makes it sound like that's the, that's not going to be the norm. The norm seems like Papo and McLean. And then your nickel third, and, and third and two, you've got three linebackers in. Yeah. Maybe you're running the standard yeah. four three. Okay. How do you how do you see it, Cole? Uh, well, you, you hardly you really can't go without five DBs in the field in today's game. So it's hard to have more than two linebackers at a time unless you have three linebackers who can cover people in man coverage when when you don't have to sweat it. But you know, Wooten's not really that guy. He's more of a downhill guy he can play out in space but but he's not going to man up guys and, and run with them down the field so he'll come in whenever they take the nickel out which will be Kaufman Tennyson and they'll have a heavier set a heavier front you know like Jeffrey was saying with your third and shorts and things like that but it's you know used to your base defense was three four and the four three and got three linebackers really you don't have that really the base defense now is a nickel or a dime that's your base defense now because you've got to have the DBs on the field because of all the passing games that have, you know, blossomed over the last decade. So, but you also have chances for Wooten to rotate in with, with Papo and McLean. And we know yeah. Papo can walk out and cover guys. So maybe he 
he won't be called the nickel, but maybe he walks out and plays man coverage as if he's a nickel. So they got options. I mean, and, and then you have the two behind them who, who are getting high praise and Steiner and, and Riley. So it's an interesting position. I think what Chandler brings is is being able to cut, you know, keep Papo and McLean for like all of them now can be more fresh because when 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 Britt went out, was it last year he got hurt, right? And in, right. in, in, in the Georgia game. That, yeah, that that made I mean Papo and McLean played, you know, all the snaps. And then on top of that, the defensive tackles were not doing their job. And 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 so those guys were just eaten up. I mean, McLean had 113 tackles. And, and there were still like times where they missed tackles and, you know, I mean, it's just, those guys were out there so much. And so I think, I think having Wooten out there just to mix in there and keep those guys, maybe they get 10 to 12 less snaps a game because, because Wooten can, can go in there and give them, you know, start, start a drive off or something and give them seven or eight snaps and then McLean can come in or, or whatever. So maybe just keeping them fresh throughout the year would be. Well, you know, there were times too when, when, McLean and Papo struggled stopping the run over and over. So you, you can yeah. throw a bigger body in there like Wooten. And they really didn't have anybody else they trusted last year to play the inside. So you have a bigger body. You have another option now. So that's a big deal. Yeah, I think it's going to be – man, Tony Fair's – we talked about him. Him and, him and Marcus Harris are, are, are super, super important. Yeah. Um, we know the athletes in the secondary. It's just kind of figuring out the rotation, but there's there's gonna be plenty of athletes there to to make yep. plays. Even even heard good things about Roe Torrance, um, the the JUCO transfer corner. Um, which, by the way, I guess is just an interesting note, right? So Marcus Harris comes from Kansas, is from Montgomery. Roe Torrance, JUCO transfer, he's from Bessemer. Yes. And then yeah. um, and then what Knighton's from in the state, right? I think he's maybe Mississippi. Oh, he might be. Okay, yeah, he's from Tunica, Mississippi. I'm sorry. That's right. Um, so Knights from Mississippi. Anyway, it was just it was interesting that a, a few of those transfers that came in. Of course, Tony Fair from UAB, but yeah, interesting that they got three of those transfers that come in are basically from the state or right next over um, local guys. Basically, it's like it's like they're where they should have been the whole time. Yeah, Marcus Harris. Um, Marcus Harris will be big for Auburn. In two play, in in two ways this year, if he can contribute defensively, and then Cole talked about training at Madhouse. Well, we know that one of the top defensive climbing in the country this year is uh, Curtis Perry from, yeah. from he's he transferred to Pike Pike Road, yeah, Pike Road. Yeah. So they all trained together there at Madhouse. So, and they're yeah, very he, close. And Marcus, he and Marcus and, Harris are very close, and that was yeah. that was big to him that he came to Auburn and already liked Auburn anyway, so we'll see what happens there. And Marcus Harris is only a sophomore. I mean, he's not yeah. – just so people know, like, Tony Fair is a senior, but Marcus Harris, who we're talking about, who's gotten a lot of praise, is just a sophomore. I mean, if he's if he's what they're talking about, um, you didn't just get a good transfer for this year. You got a dude who, for the, at least the next two years, is, is going to be a staple. It's massive. Yeah, those, think, a lot of those transfers were huge because they're not counting towards any classes when you look at rankings, but – I mean, they're going to play really significant snaps, obviously. You also think, have Kaufman, who's yeah. a young guy, too. I Go think ahead, he's yeah. got four. I, I was going to – I think Meat uh, – not Meat. I'm thinking of Demetrius Mandel. Demetrius Robertson, Tony Fair, if I'm not mistaken, are only one-year guys. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes. Kaufman's a redshirt freshman. Um, yeah. um, yeah. And then and then what I said, Knighton's a senior, but then there's another one. Roe Torrance is a sophomore. Um, Jordan Ingram too. Jordan Ingram from Mobile talking about the yeah. guys from Alabama. Yeah. Um, so, I'll tell you who. Well. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the roster. I'll tell you, you know, we haven't heard of heard basically anything from who we haven't talked about at all. That when he that when the, it was a transfer that when it happened, we all thought he was maybe the best transfer that Auburn got, or certainly he was he was hyped yeah. up to be. I know exactly who you're talking about. Drayshawn so, Miller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heard much haven't heard. Haven't heard a word. Haven't heard a word. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying like he, he. I, I kind of wonder if he didn't get here and go. I mean, you got McCreary, and Pritchett, and Jalen Simpson, and Tennyson, and Kaufman, and Knighton, and Monday, and I mean, there's a lot of athletes. I'm wondering if he got here and and there was more talent and more more um 
you know, more ability than he, than he thought. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad, can't be a bad thing. If this gets transfers in, he's a really good corner last year at West Virginia. And I haven't heard much about him. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, that's a good sign. I think. Is that a scheme thing, Cole? I mean, I've heard people talk about he's his own guy and he's not a man guy, but that would seem to favor him more with, with Mason. Well, I'll tell you, just from watching his film at West Virginia, he, he played man coverage well. Okay. In fact, I, I thought that was the best thing he did. Man zone, all, all the coverages he does well. The problem with him, just from watching him for me, and uh, it's not a huge problem, but he, he was not a great tackler at times. Uh, sometimes not physical in, the, in press man coverage. Maybe that's – Maybe that's something that's holding him back a little bit. And maybe he's not being held back. We just – no news is good news kind of thing. Maybe. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we don't have nothing negative necessarily. I just, just haven't necessarily heard his name a lot. I think there's so many newcomers in the secondary. Maybe some other guys have made bigger impressions. Um, hey, let's, let's talk about offense real quick. Anybody uh, – w- what are your thoughts there, Jeffrey? Anybody stand out, obviously, of the quarterback battle between Finley and Knicks that's heating up? Um, we'll see how that goes. I don't uh, believe that for a second. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, I mean, I, I do believe that there's really – I really do believe T.J. Finley is a is a damn good quarterback, and I, guarantee, I absolutely believe that he's, he's, he's at least good enough to compete with Bo for that position. I don't believe that we'll see anybody besides 10 back there. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. On that. Unless, he, I, I unless think, he just tanks. Well, no pun I think – Finley is, uh, yeah, I think Finley's is, is going to be a guy that can throw in any time and feel comfortable with it. I, I think that's what I'm reading from that. Do, do you? Uh, here's the only thing I can wrap my head around is that there's like some maybe goal line packages for Finley where they run him out. I mean, I really hate that. I, I hate that. Don't don't. I I hate it. Loathe <laughs> the two quarterback system. Loathe it more than five o'clock Auburn traffic. <clears throat> And road work on 280. So I really <laughs> hope this is not part of the 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 plan because well, you know we. He said it's not. He's like we want a okay. guy. They right. asked that, and he's been like, I want the plans. He got well, is funny. His quote was actually like, "Our plan is to have a guy, one guy until it's not the plan." Well, that's fine like, until it's that's how it should be. Right, the point where they're like, okay, we don't have a choice but to play too. But the plans, right? One. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. would hope that's every college's plan. Like, we're going to play this quarterback until it, yeah. it's not the plan anymore, and we hope that yeah, it, it is the plan. It's definitely it shouldn't be a two quarterback system, but I think you'll see. Uh, he did it at Boise a lot. If, if a guy wasn't doing it like he wanted, oh shit, really? He, he'd take him out. Yeah, he'd short leash, huh? Yeah, I, I yeah. He, he talked about that. that a little bit, even with Brett Rippon, who who was a, like at least a three year starter. He talked about a guy who transferred in and. Um, Rippon was the guy, he was the starter, but this other guy played at times. Um, yeah, yeah. And so he, he, he did, did that. talk about he did that, that a lot. I think he, he said before that it was sort of a spurrier method. That I just don't think, I don't look, I mean, I, I don't think that he wants to do, I don't think Bo Nix is the guy that you, you want to do that with. Bo Nix is not, mm-hmm. Bo Nix yeah. is not a three year starter. And then now you're bringing, he's a two year starter who had a year last year. I don't think you're, he's the guy that you want to start messing with his mind and his confidence and bringing Finley in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I can't imagine that going really, really well. I think you get up on these two first games and then you see Finley finish and get some very significant snaps against Akron and Alabama State so that when you go to Penn State and you go to Baton Rouge in the next two weeks, you've got two fa- you know, fairly experienced quarterbacks. I mean, T.J. Finley saw action last year at LSU – but get him some real, right? You know, yeah. get him some yeah. really good reps in the Auburn offense in these first two games. I'm talking about the whole fourth quarter, if not the f- whole second half, or at least a quarter and a half. Have him ready to go because that's all you've got, right? I mean, you got Grant Lloyd yeah. back there, who's probably sufficient. Yeah, and Demetrius Davis is. We've heard great. I mean, he he's actually done. I think he's. I think a lot of people counted him out. Probably going in there thinking, well, here's Finley. And then you're going to have Holden Griner coming in, and then yeah, where does Demetrius Davis fit in? That kid has 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 shown up this fall. He's I, impressed Brian Harson, and he's he's shown up like I'm not going anywhere. I'm a baller, and it's a little busy now, but it'll be interesting when you know if Knicks were to move on. Let's say Knicks plays this year, starts and moves on. Davis is he's just not going to play this year. You you can't play Davis this year unless it's a 
I, I want to. I'm I'm excited to see that kid. To me, that's the quarterback of the future. My yeah. opinion. I, yeah, I like I'm, I like D Davis. I'll tell you right now, just from seeing him, his mechanics are already better than Bo Nix consistently. I mean, his feet Ooh. are pretty good in the pocket. That's <laughs> saying, I can. I don't I'm know if that's you, saying a lot not, for D Davis, or if that's uh, really you know is that taking it. I mean, you're talking about no, I, I think a quarterback coach's son. Okay. I think he was coached up well in high school. And obviously, he he won some championships. What are you saying, Bo? Wasn't yeah, yeah, right. He, he was too, <laughs> or college for that matter. <laughs> no, I mean, Bo shows every like every three or four snaps. You'll see Bo make a play that makes you go, "Okay, he's a pro guy." Yeah, yep. And then he does something where you go, oh, I, just, "I just don't understand why you did that." Right, Davis. No, you're he's consistent on. every time with his feet. Every time his feet are perfect. He he shifts his weight into the throw. He's strong in the pocket. I, I mean. It's really impressive for a guy his age. I, I, I'm excited to see him too, and Finley the same way. By the way, he's pretty good with that too. Yeah, Finley, Finley, man, he he just little little we got to see of him. He's so smooth. He's such yeah. a big guy that it, it, he makes it look easy, man. He can flick the football, and he throws a nice spiral. Um, yeah, he, he looks good. The only thing he doesn't have that those other two guys have is the escapability, which yes. is why I think I kind of agree with Jeffrey. I, I think Bo would really have to to to, to tank, go downhill, um, f- for Finley to get in there because I, I think the offensive line is going to be okay, but I don't know that they're going to be Ooh. light years better than last year. So I think teams are going to attack whoever the quarterback is, and so that escapability I think is going to be important. If you took that out with an offensive line that's only got like seven decent players. Um, if you if you if you took the escapability out, I'm not sure that would be a great thing. Um, in terms of like if you put Finley in there, he becomes a sitting duck at that point. So right. it better be on point. And so I, I think Bo Nix's ability to create is still super appealing. They just got to get it figured out in the pocket because when Bo, if he can figure out the times when to stay there and throw and to dump it down, and and then the times to escape. Now if he could figure that out, he will be such a problem. But he, he, there's times now where he bails too early and he doesn't, but he just, he hasn't quite figured out, you know, how to, how to do that. But I, I think he's the guy. I'm with Jeffrey. I think Bo's the guy. I just, I think, I think if anything, my read on it is Bo is sort of plateaued for the moment and, and Finley has risen. Finley's stock, yeah, very well. Yeah. Bo's kind of not right. going down. He's just not really, he's not going up either. He's just sort very of well said. plateauing at the moment. Yeah. But, but going back to the offense and what I'm – look, again, man, I think Tank Bigsby, I, I, I don't think he gets enough. I mean, we talk about him all the time. You write about him all the time. I think this dude is – this is going to be his year. The offensive line, the one thing they did last year, at least average, was run block. Yeah. So, yeah. If, they, they, they if, they've, if they've even improved from that to this year and um, the pass, pass uh, pro still sucks – then you're going and you got Tank Bigsby. I mean, you're running the football, man. And you got and some tight ends. You got some yep. tight ends blocking for him now. Yeah. You've got competent <laughs> play callers. Um, you know, yep. I'm I'm excited about this run game. Is what I was getting to, and I'm excited about Tank Bigsby. I'm excited to see this offensive line improve on what they had last year as far as the run game goes. And um, I know Shivers isn't your favorite, Justin, <laughs> but hey, throw a little Mighty Mouse in there too. Well, he's going to have to now because, I mean, I was all jacked up about Hunter. Well, Jarquez Hunter got COVID. He missed the first scrimmage. He missed the second scrimmage. Um, he missed a bunch of time. So I have no idea what that did to Jarquez Hunter in terms of, I mean, right when fall camp started, we heard a bunch about him. Beast, you know, great workout warrior. like oh, right. just, But then he missed time. So I don't know where he's at in terms of reps and things like that. We probably heard more good things about Sean Jackson, the walk-on. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Than, than, yeah, was, than even Ingram or or Hunter. So I don't – I mean, so I don't know where Hunter's in the mix. Sean Jackson's probably the guy that had the – probably gained the most in fall camp. Right. Yeah, I'd say so. Which he was – he was pretty sporty at Hewitt Trustful too. So that's an interesting guy to track. I, I just don't know what he's capable of on this level. But he is uh, – he's heavy. He runs heavy. I know that. And that could be – that could be good in this offense. 
If, more uh, successful yeah. college career than Armani Goodwin. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He played beside Armani Goodwin. Right. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Armani, uh, Armani bolted from Auburn. First commitment in Auburn's 2021 class. That's right. Stuck with Auburn all this time and then flipped to LSU. And then Auburn is going to end up getting his teammate or has gotten his teammate as a walk-on. And Armani was built kind of like Michael Dyer. Yeah. Right? Kind of short, yes. you know, a little bowling ball. And yeah. – um, but so, who Quick, would you right. compare? Who would you compare this Sean Jackson to, Cole? Like, uh, who are we talking about here? Like, just I, I'm strictly talking about his ben high Tate. school highlights. Ben Tate, maybe Cameron Petway. Okay, uh, okay. Just, just that big, heavy runner. You know, right he's on. Not, he's not going to make a lot of moves, but he's good enough to cut and and hit the hole and things like that. In the open field, he's going to try to run over you. That's bottom line. Christian so. Akoya. <laughs> Rudy Johnson, maybe. Rudy Johnson. Yeah. Do you know who Christian Okoye is? I, I don't know that one. Ah, oh he's so young. Man. What a baby. Man, <laughs> little pup. <laughs> right? The Nigerian nightmare? Or am I making that yes. up? Yes. No, no, no. Yeah. He was Kansas City Chiefs, man. He oh, was a stud geez. back in the. Uh, oh. Was he Tecmo Bull? He's a tank, man. Yeah. 90s, yeah. mid 90s. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to. Go YouTube some uh, Christian Okoye, man. Yeah, I, will do I, I like right the um, I like the petway compared. I mean, look, he's five nine two thirty five. That that's more in, five nine short, but the, you know the weight that more that's more in line with, with probably the way petway was, which is yeah. Um, he has a role, you know, he has a role, and um, <laughs> you Justin, know. you're picking Camway. You didn't like Ben Tate, did you? Ben Tate. <laughs> do I remember right. that? Do I remember that correctly? Because okay. Ben off the field, Ben was Ben was tough to get along with. Yeah, but yeah, he, he really? was kind of yeah, he was kind I, of uh, he was he was different. <laughs> yeah, he's I haven't heard that different. before. That's interesting. Yeah, so maybe he's a petway like like guy. I mean, that's not bad. I mean, he, he'll he'll serve a purpose, Sean Jackson and Ingram. I mean, you've got you've got options there. Um, well, he's not the he's not the premier guy either. So you throw him in there every once in a while to get some tough yardage and. Watch out. You might have something there. You might have another rotational piece. I've heard a lot of good things from people that have seen him, right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody that's yeah. been to scrimmages has mentioned this guy's name. Hey, he's a damn good walk-on. Yeah. Yeah, probably not your normal walk-on. He's pro- he's a guy right. that should be somewhere. And I don't know his recruitment. He pro- maybe he probably had a chance to go places. He just thought he'd come to Auburn. But he, he probably is good enough to get a scholarship at – He's probably the number one running back. Or somewhere. Well, yeah, I was going to say Jacksonville State. He's probably RB1. Yeah. yeah, I think he had some offers from Troy and UAB and those kind of schools. That's awesome, man. To turn those turn that down because he wants to walk on at Auburn. Cool. I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. That, so was, a, we'll, that was a really quiet deal there. <laughs> I, I never heard of the guy. I never heard of the guy until he, somebody mentioned him in a scrimmage or something. Yeah. So an offense it pretty much comes down to the offensive line. Um yep. who we don't know. Mixed reviews throughout camp. Um, you know, they're not very deep, obviously. If, if, I mean, one guy goes down, the whole thing is shuffled. That's how thin they are. One guy oh. goes down base. I mean, if, if Brahms goes down, it's like, okay, council to center, somebody else up at guard. And, you know, it's shuffling like two to three positions if one guy gets hurt. Um, it's just the depth isn't there. So hopefully everybody stays healthy. Um, and they, you know, if they do, they got a chance to be okay. Um Keandre Jones, kind of a guy that's surprising us. That's still in that starting role. We we thought Tayshawn Manning would would be yeah. back up there as the senior, but Keandre Jones, Harson mentioned, is, is is with the first team right now. That's a big boy, three forty five. Yeah, yeah. That's who we yeah, couldn't think of two weeks ago. Hope. <laughs> yeah, right? and that, he, that was Tank's high school teammate. And I don't think and, they were the same years. Yeah. Were they? And to Keandre Jones' yeah. credit, we we talked. Well, we mentioned a little bit on the board. He missed reps real early in camp. I mean, he was he was missing some, 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 a couple of practices. Like, so he, he hadn't even had as many reps and practices as some of the other guys. Um, so really intriguing that, that he's sitting there with the first team um, having less practice than those, uh, than those other guys. What do we make from receiver? Does anybody believe that, um, that these guys are ready? I mean, you mentioned yeah. Robertson. I think that's huge. I, I'll tell you a guy who, who I think, if you ask me who's going to have the most catches, I, I, I would go 
I would go between Javaris Johnson and Demetrius Robertson, but I think Javaris Johnson's going to end up being a very, very important receiver um, f- for this team. I don't know about everybody else, but I feel like he's going to be a guy that when you go into the game, him and Robertson, I feel like they're going to be the only – the two guys you're going to go, they, they've got to get touches. I don't know about anybody else, but I yeah. think those two guys you're going to look at and go, that they've got to get a certain amount of targets and touches when you go in. I don't know. I don't know. What do you all think? I think, I think Johnson leads the team in catches. He may not be the big play guy. He may not be the 50-50 ball or, the, or whatever yeah. it is, but I think he's going to end up uh, – Ryan – Davis. Davis. Ryan Davis. God, I always want to say Smith or White, and it's Davis. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he's going to be like him. He's going to lead the team in catches. Probably have you know, I just don't think he's going to be the big play guy. But he's going to his name's going to be called a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd add Xavier Capers as, as a guy that probably needs touches. Uh, he looked pretty good at times last year, and he's tall. Yes, and uh, you know, I he was good last year. He was he was pretty good. Sort of sort of quiet. You know, he was in the game more than you realize running routes he didn't get thrown to as much but when he did you know, I don't remember him dropping the ball at all so uh and he's got the great frame he's, he's not slow maybe maybe he's a, a breakout guy this year I and mean, he's going to have a chance that's for sure the the interesting one to me that um seems to be at least his name has not been mentioned as much as is, is, is Kobe Hudson yeah I, I yeah. thought he was the guy going yeah down. me too but it sounds like he's sliding a little bit. Maybe we'll see when they get out there. It's impossible to know until they, you know, throw the guys out there. But uh, I think he's been a little inconsistent with his hands and wasn't during the season last year. So maybe that's holding him back some. But if he gets the ball in his hands, he's a playmaker. And, you know, you got to have playmakers at receiver. That's a big deal. Let me ask you, Justin. Go moving on to the next position for this tight end stuff. Yeah, I think I think how relevant is going to, the tight end is going to be. That's kind of the question we all want to know, right? So if I put yeah. the over under it, if I put the over under at three and a half, how many targets the tight end gets each game on average? And it's three and a half. You taking over or under? Mm. I would go. Oh, that's a good, that's a good, I think that's a good number. I mean, it's, it, um, I think that's the right number. I, I would lean over. I think four, I think they'll get four. I think they'll get four or five. I, I would, I would lean over just because you've got a lot of different guys like between Landon King and from and Luke deal and uh, Frazier and Shinker. Like you got a bunch of guys that I think at different times can, can run a route and, and get a target. Um, so I, I would go over, I think, four or five targets a game in some form or, some form or fashion. I think what will be interesting to see is who's in for what. Like, is Shanker more the blocker tight end, and then you bring right. maybe Frazier in? Is he a you – know, he's a big target. Is he a guy that settles? And then Landon King, that kid has got a ton of potential watching him. Right. Watching him run routes, you're looking at a playmaking tight end. Um, and then Luke Deal's a beast as well. Like, so there, there's some versatility in those guys too. But I would go over. I think so too. Four, four or I five. think so. I think uh, I would say four. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. It would be I was, honestly really helpful I was, to Bo Nix. Like, yeah, yes. Really he's going to be—he's probably going to be checking down a lot. I mean, that's why I'm he thinking. John, you know, Johnson's going to be—we're uh, going to hear his name called because he's probably going to be l- running a lot of quicker routes. I think the tight end could be very helpful for to a quarterback whose offensive line is not very good at pass pro. So I'm thinking, Dude. you know, those the, the tight end, the slot. We're going to hear a, a lot of Bo doesn't have a lot of time to, unless it's a fade route to get to the outside. No, but so Tom I think, Brady, I think yeah. Tom Brady's made a career. The guy's a hall of sure. famer. He's made a career from checking down and from having <laughs> yep. a big, a big right. tight end to throw to. I mean, yeah. you watch Brady. Yes. That's why he's so freaking hard to stop. It's like, they just checked it down to running back and got four yards and you're like, yeah. well, crap. He doesn't look like much, but there's four and then there's eight. And there's six and first down. Yeah. You don't first, down. Yeah. first down. First down. First down. That's right. And then you've got 13, 14 play drives for touchdowns. Yeah. I desperately yep. want to see that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do we think, Cole? You, you with me? Yeah, no, I, I would say five if we're going over under. I think five's a good number for targets. Uh and and I'll go a little further than that. I think Shanker might be the guy that's targeted more than once. Oh. A game, uh, 
really, I, if you ask me who the most underrated guy on the team was, I might say Schenker because get out of here for two or three years now. For yeah, real? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right, he's man. Been a, he's been a consistent blocker, and he's, from my knowledge, hasn't ever dropped a pass. <laughs> I don't I think, think he's, he's ever had everyone. one <laughs> thrown at him, has he? See, that's what's that's what's funny. You, you don't think he has, but he's gotten targeted at least once every game, I believe. Be quiet. Last year. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. He's, he's made some bigger catches than you realize. I knew him more as a right fielder. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's quiet. Yes. He's, a, he's sneaky good. I mean, he, okay. he's got a chance. All right. Put Especially him on the board. <laughs> hey. All right. We got 10 minutes left. Y'all want to talk recruiting or y'all want to talk, keep talking football? Yeah, let's just write it recruiting? out. Well, there's, we, we can do a quick no. I don't have time. Let's for not that. get into it. If you want to know recruiting, go read the war room. Um, there you go. It's up. It's up. It's up. Because <laughs> here's the deal. I wanted to ask, I wanted to end on this. What's enough sunshine pumping? Enough encouragement. Um, okay. What are, what are, what are you concerned about? What are, what's, what are the things that you're like, you know, because we've talked about some of the guys that have been encouraging and Marcus Harris, and it sounds like that's been good. And this guy's stepped up and, and, and that's true. What, what are some, what's, what's, what are some things you didn't hear during fall camp or you you're coming out of camp going, I, I don't know. I, I had a question mark going in and I'm not sure they're any better. And, and I, I, I just, I don't know. Um, and can we, I don't know, can we, I guess you can say Bo Nix if you want, <laughs> that's an obvious one and you can go that route. That's yeah. fine. Tell me about it. But what, what are one or two things that you're, that you're concerned about? Cause you think it's the difference in winning and losing a, a football game. Call, Offensive call, line. Call, Jeffrey, you want to go first? Offensive line. Yeah. I was, I was expecting to hear some, uh, more solid, uh, solid. You, you've got these guys moving all over the place. We haven't seen a lot of, just stick to one position along the offensive line. Not a lot of gelling going on, at least, you know, what we're hearing. Not a lot. I haven't heard what I wanted to hear to this point about the offensive line, which was, oh, so-and-so stepping up at left tackle. Oh, man, so-and-so's cemented himself at right guard. And, oh, man, this this is our front. This is our these – are, these are our ones right here. And, and we need to get them together, play them together, gel them together, and they're going to be ready to go. They're going to be more than adequate to play come September 3rd. Did, I didn't hear that. Did I? Did I? Yeah. Did I miss it? No, you not really. Okay. I mean, early, early on, you know, we talked to Brahms and we talked to Council, and like they said a good bunch of good things. And I thought, okay, all right. And we talked to Bobo, and so it, it sounded good, and it sounded like you know they're going to be more physical and this is that. But since the beginning, I've I've been concerned about all the musical chairs they've been playing i understand it they've kind of had to i just thought like gosh i wish one group could just be like right a unit um yeah. but no I, I mean then then when they got into the scrimmages i'm kind of with you that's where i got a little worried because i didn't hear it was inconsistent you hear a little bit more about Bo kind of running and scrambling a little bit and you know so yeah maybe maybe that means auburn's defensive line is better than we're giving them credit for but yeah i think the scrimmages sort of dampened my yes excitement. absolutely and not just from your reports it was it was, you know, several people that went to these scrimmages and came yeah. back pretty much with the same intel, and it was that to me was disappointing, or at least not what I was. That my concern. You asked me what my concern was. Yeah, it that didn't line, your, yeah. It didn't give me any yeah. much hope. <laughs> yeah, any comfort. You're like, okay, yeah, right. you're about where you were at the beginning, and absolutely, and, yes, yeah. absolutely. What you? What about yeah. you, Cole? I, I'm kind of the same with, with Bo and the offensive line. Those are two. I, I'm a little bit less on the offensive line and just slightly than, than you, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, uh, the receivers to me are, are, are a big concern because they're so unproven. Like I said earlier, Robertson was a good addition, but, you know, how big is he going to be? We're, we're not sure. Uh, just, just from what I saw in some practices – they don't get separation very well, and that's not going to help Bo Nix at all. Uh, you talked about the checkdowns. That's going to be a big deal. But, you know, eventually that stuff, you have to go deep at, at some point. You have to go over the middle of the field at some point. You, you have to be able to do that. And if your receivers aren't getting separation, then uh, a quarterback in Bo Nix who, who needs a little help in, in being consistent is not going to get that help. So, 
that's that's my biggest concern. And left tackle concerns me as well because it sounds like Austin Troxel might be that guy. Yeah. And Troxel was okay last year at left tackle. I thought Jackson was better at times than Troxel when he got his shot. And Jackson's kind of, you know, he's, his name's gone quiet here lately too. So, again, like y'all are saying, the shuffling at those positions is concerning. But they have to do that at the same time. You got to find out what you got. You got to see, you know, your guys go live in different situations. Um, but if Trox was the guy you're rolling with at left tackle, I think that can be good in the run game. I worry a little bit the pass protection game with him. And, uh, you know, he's had the knee surgeries. It's a tough, tough deal for him. Bending his knees and, and getting his hips and the pass protection and his pass set might not be as easy as it once was for him. So uh, that's one that I, I want to see and uh, see how that plays out. I'm interested on that. Yeah, the tackle – I would, yeah, the tackle position specifically. Because Austin mm-hmm. Troxel and Harson said he's he's first team right now and he's backed up by Killian uh, Zier. 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 Um, who I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't, I, it's not like I've heard great things about him. So, um, yeah. both those ta- and Ham, like Ham's a beast, but I don't know, at tackle, I feel like they're better at guard, but those two yeah. tackle positions have got to step it up. And yeah, I'm not sure. Harson did say, I mean, he said Troxel had a good camp. He said the other day when he was talking about the lineman, he said he's worked hard and he's, and he's had a good camp. Um, what that means, I don't know. I think some of the other players have said he's, he's worked really hard and they've been happy with, Happy for Austin Troxel. I mean, you, man, you hope that kid can stay healthy this year. Um, well, I'll say this on Troxel: it, if he is able to step his game up and handle the left tackle position, it's better for the offensive line as a whole because then you have Jackson, who was having to play the left tackle. He can come in and play guard if you need him, and he's better at that position more than likely. So you have more options at, at your guard positions. You're thinner at your left tackle, but if he's able to handle it, then you have more options along the offensive line. So maybe, you know, maybe that's a good sign. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. Any parting shots from you, Jeffrey? No, sir. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Well, I think that's a good breakdown. Next time we talk to everybody as a, as a whole, us will be, uh, you'll be listening to us um, the day of Auburn's opener against Akron. Uh, which is going to be exciting. Uh, Auburn will go through their, their scrimmage again today. They're, they're open practice. Uh, and then it's game week, and you'll have we'll have all the coverage, all the football coverage and recruiting coverage, obviously, at auburnlive.com. We're super happy that everybody has joined us over there. That site is growing yes, and growing. And, uh, and we're happy that everybody joined us here to listen in. Um, and until next time, for Jeffrey and Cole, I'm Justin. We'll see you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.